Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Audio Roulette Podcast, the only podcast on the internet where, uh, people. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? No, okay, so, Travis, what were you saying before, uh, when you were going to get your snack? Um, Soap was saying that what it reminds him of, our house, reminds of us, uh, reminds him of somebody in Minecraft that just built shit. <laughs> And just used with what they got. And I was like, yeah, so this is oak because that's all we had. And this is oak because that's all we had. And there's a hole here with just a little bit of plastic. And then the the, the floor is stone because uh, that was there. Um, and yeah. the furnace over there is just used by all the broken wood that we had. And so once we run out of that, we're going to die. <laughs> so every Minecraft starter house ever. Basically, yeah. Um, Needs more dirt. Works. It needs more dirt. <laughs> I don't know if that's ever been uttered by a single human in all of history. I'm building this house, and you know what? It needs more dirt. Somebody's just walking through poverty. just, like, dumping buckets of dirt in their house. Needs more dirt. <laughs> I know, where I know how I'll make a second wanna... floor. I'll just pile up it up dirt. <laughs> I'll just make an anthill. <laughs> I know we're poor, but we need to make it really look like we are, you know? We need to, like, really just dig in our heels and tell people we we're fucking poor. We need to capitalize on that. <laughs> we need to capitalize on the fact that we're fucking poor. <laughs> Actually, this isn't even our house. We're squatting! <laughs> Put the dirt pile in the middle of the road and charge a toll fee. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they call me the troll man. I put dirt in the middle of the road and I'll make them pay me for it. So what do you get paid in? Caps. Children. Oh, money? No. Bottle caps. <laughs> I bring her to the recycling center. And then I get more money. I get pennies. This guy sounds awesome. I eat once a year. Yo, I want to know what he's smoking. I'm smoking up all my life. <laughs> Literally, that's my foot up on the fire over there. Desperate. I can't afford drugs because I'm poor. <laughs> just smoking straight oak wood. He's just smoking. I just pretend I do like... drugs to bully other poor people except me. He's just smoking his like toenails or whatever. Just like, Ew, no. Ah, I am an armadillo. <laughs> what? A man can't even afford grapes. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Armadillo smoking up on them grapes. <laughs> I don't remember that part of the duck song. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so the duck walked up to the homeless man and said to the man without a home, Hey, bump, bump, bump. I got some grapes. You want some? I can sell it to you. Don't worry. 50 pounds a gram. Hey, bump, bump, bump. You gotta be meth. <laughs> To the man said, dun, 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 give me the motherfucking man! <laughs> like we Can you imagine if you translated this into another language, what this madness would sound like? Dude, I can't even imagine. Oh, I'm not so, right, but so, so, I bought GTA 5. I know. I know. Whoa. Michael went against what his parents said. It's really, okay, I'm not going to lie. It is kind of makes you feel guilty when like your parents are like you can't play this game and then you get old enough you're like i'm gonna play this game and then you play it and you're like uh oh 
<laughs> I went into a strip club because I was like, okay, you know what? I got to go into a strip club at least once. Then it's like I've experienced everything in GTA. Just to see the terribly animated pixelated boobs. Uh, well, I got a lap dance and immediately I was so uncomfortable. I was like, no, give me out. And you know how I got out? I punched the stripper in the face and ran. <laughs> That's the GTA way. Just, sorry, Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Tanya. Somebody's like, oh, damn, they clapping in there. In reality, I'm just punching the shit out of her. Let me out! Let me out! I need to go! Just banging on the door and people are like, dang, that's that good head. She's like, let me out! <laughs> I want to go home! I want my mommy! Probably not you. I'll be, stripper's like, I'll be your mommy. He's like, no! That's not what I wanted! She's just like dragging you across the floor and you're leaving like fingernail just like, you're, like digging your nails in place please scraping across the floor <laughs> Tony's just standing in the hallway like, hey oh, Tony I brought you some virgins <laughs> <laughs> Wow ritual on Thursday <laughs> yo ritual on Thursday Meet Tanya's not Tanya mansion. Tanya Sabrina <laughs> Got any meth? <laughs> I wasn't even trying to do that. This is the most chaotic strip club ever. Oh yeah, totally. dude, it's hilarious. I got mad at a dude. I got mad at a dude, and I was like, he walked by, or some lady walked by me. And she's like, "Hey, look f weird," and walked and I went, "Bitch!" and I just bopped her right in the back of the fucking head. And I hopped on in a car that I stole, drove it. A motorcyclist cut in front of me, so I hit him and made him go fly. <laughs> And then as I was driving, this cop was like, stop. And I went, I don't have time for this. I pulled out my grenade launcher, popped it, blew up the car, <laughs> and just drove away. Wow. It's like, fuck this. I don't have time for you. Boom. It's pretty great. Mm -hmm. Pretty great. So if everybody's listening, uh, this actually wasn't even going to be the topic of the podcast today. <laughs> We're going to be reviewing Fuck Love Savage by the Kid Leroy. Oh, I need to get my notes. Yeah, okay. Oh, so you have notes too? He literally, like he literally reviewed it and he said, if I put this much focus into my school, I would have graduated at 14. I'm like, God damn, you hated it that much? <laughs> He's like, yes. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not that I just hated it. Um, It's just that I wanted to be, like, very in-depth. So I just sat in my bed for, like, two hours listening to it and taking notes. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. Uh, yesterday, notes aren't even that good. <laughs> no, yesterday we were doing uh so much renovation. Like, we were... The electricity got wired wrong. Like, there was supposed to be a different way. Um, it, You're supposed to use, like, a three-way wire, which basically it goes from the outlet, which has the main home run to the switch and then the switch goes to the lights but if you don't have it going that way literally it reminded me of redstone <laughs> and i told my dad i was like oh i've done this in minecraft and he's like what the f i was like yeah you know the redstone going he goes what the fuck are you talking house. about <laughs> and i was like redstone <laughs> um but so basically it was like uh it was like the redstone thing where the electricity just keep or the power just keeps bouncing but in like a circle with it 
and even if you fuck it up and you even if you have a lever and you switch it off it keeps the power bouncing back and yeah forth. that's what was happening because he uh didn't wire it a certain way so he had to go back and redo it well uh i i was i don't know why but i got like really depressed yesterday like super <laughs> depressed and i was just listening to uh fuck love like I, every song I was listening to, I was like, this isn't what I want to listen to. So I just went back, and for, like, probably five and a half hours, I was listening to nothing but the album, and I love it. Dang. <laughs> I just, every single time, I just, even the songs that I was kind of, like, about ended up becoming, like, a new favorite. I was like, this is fire. So, uh, first off, to everybody listening, Fuck Love Savage is by the Kid Leroy, also known as, was it Charlton Howard? This this motherfucker's 16, and he's from Australia, all right? He started touring with Juice when he was, like, 13 or 14, became his protege, recorded it. Also, I wanted, I wanted to say, I, I realize now listening to, like, Fuck Love Savage over just Fuck Love, the album, because it's, like, the deluxe edition. If you yeah. listen to the two albums and you listen to the songs that were recorded during uh just the Fuck Love era – when you go to the savage part of it, you can hear a difference in his voice. Like puberty ke- has continued for him and his voice just keeps dropping. So like there are some songs on there where I was like, wow, he's really high pitched. And then I listened to the newer stuff and I'm like, oh, it's like lower kind of light. And I was like, oh, puberty. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was something I noticed because I thought this was a whole new album. I didn't realize he had released an album called Fuck Love. I thought it was... I only knew the cover because it was like the cool anime cover, which I gotta say, the, the cover of the deluxe edition was such a downgrade. <laughs> I I like the anime one, but I really like the one. I'm just gonna say it. He's an attractive dude. <laughs> like he's an attractive dude. So it was like, it was, yeah, yeah. I don't. It's the hair. That's the problem. Probably, it's... probably. Like kind of pulls off Aries's hair, but whereas with like Aries, I look at his hair and I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, it, you know, it's your hair, you know, whatever. It kind of fits him because he's like kind of a younger, not you know, kind of thing. Also, I'm very concerned with the amount of times he's talking about drinking and smoking. Uh, let's let let's not have him go down the normal route. Let's uh, let's 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 make sure that he doesn't do that because he kind of is like carrying the torch of emo rap right now, and. Doing a damn good job. Okay. You know what? Since Travis actually wrote notes, I want to hear... Travis, what did you think? Of the album as a whole? What? No, of his personal sense. Though. What do, you, do you think he's a good person? Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think about him? Okay. One thing I noticed... <laughs> <laughs> I got notes on that too. I got notes on I... that too. He's a piece of shit! <laughs> okay, seriously. You... Okay. Hear, hear me out, hear me out. Okay, so throughout the uh, throughout the little skits in the album, it sounds like Leroy cheated on the girl, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but then he's writing about her and how she's a terrible person and how it was, like, all her fault. Okay, oh, so I was actually going to mention this like, in my review. Too. What is wrong with you, dude? That was your fault. Okay, so... Let's okay. So before, um, you know what? Fuck it. Before we get into actually like reviewing the song aspect of it, 
let's mm-hmm. look at the skit part because there's a story told in this, and I very much hate it. <laughs> so I hate these skits. I didn't even score them because it would have dropped the album like a whole point if I scored the skit. Yeah. So booty call, the first one where he's talking about or where the girl calls him and she's like, you know, you do this shit. That's a booty call. I'm not a fucking whore. All right, you don't do this to me or whatever. And first, can I say, I hate his voice. Like, when he's talking to me, he's like, yeah, what's up? What are you doing? (laughs) Dude, what are you? Why do you sound like that? It's not even like, hi. It's like when you sound like you got punched in the jaw. You know, and it's healing. That's what it's What's up? Why are you calling me? What are you? Are you good? You got that lockjaw, homie? (laughs) Um, so like booty call, it was kind of like you know I was thinking maybe she's because you know I've been in enough bad relationships that the girl will try to pin it on there. So I was like, okay, well maybe there's like a story to this. Like if this is the first skit, let's see. Then it goes into the bathroom skit where he, she's like, I know you're in like she was at your house. Like I know the gray towels. I know your bathroom. I know she's in there. I was like, oh, all right. This is kind of getting bad. Because by this point, you'd already had, uh, what is it? Was it Booty Call opened it? So we had maybe, wrong, I wish, not fair. And then right after the bathroom skit, it goes, go, tell me why, same thing. And it goes, new guy. Now, I love this man. <laughs> the new guy one. Or uh, was the new guy one? Yeah, that was the one where he calls. He's like, "Hey, what's up? What's you doing?" <laughs> and he's like, and the guy answered, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> he's like, "It's Leroy." And he's like, "Leroy, man, get your goofy ass nim nim ass out of here! All right, <laughs> she, you piece of shit! All right." And I was like, "Oh, okay, I kind of agree with him right now." And then he goes, erase you, running, wish you well, where she's even like, he just, I wanted it to be you, but you couldn't be there. And he's mm. everything that you couldn't be. So I'm sorry, but I wish you well. And so by the time it gets to the end of the album, I'm like, one, edginess. All right? Fuck love. Really? Your debut album is called Fuck Love? <laughs> Home. Most would you know it's emo. Homie. Uh, yeah. Fuck love. Then the entire time I'm listening based on like if I remove the skits, I can relate with the songs. You know? I can relate with them. But with the skits, I'm sitting here, I'm like, why are you writing about you being a piece of shit? <laughs> and then blaming her for <laughs> you cheated on her. Yeah. Like, you're what, fifteen at this time? What <laughs> first why are you calling dudes that are girls that probably are older than you? <laughs> One. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the dude who picked up the phone sounded at least 25. Yeah, he sounded like, yo, get your goofy ass out of here. I was like, Leroy about to get his ass beat by a, a grown adult? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is happening here? Yeah, no amount of, what you doing? Come over. That ain't gonna save you, dude. Okay, I watched Happy Gilmore. When the night closed easy. Yeah, it didn't work for him, all right? Adam Sandler banged the Asian chick that was super old, all right? You're not gonna <coughs> score, all right? You're gonna get your shit knocked. 
So, yeah, that that that's that's continue continue with the with the, what you were saying about the skits because I'm I'm glad that somebody mentioned you. <laughs> Who me or soap? You you continue. That that was that was pretty much all I had. Oh, soap. What was your just take the fact the that skits? he's like, oh, you're you're a bad person, and then you listen to the skits. It's like, uh, no, Leroy, you you're doing? you're a bad you, person. You really want to do this? Hold up, homie. Why do you sound like you're 85 in a nursing home? <laughs> what you doing? He, saw, he went straight out one of those, this is what smoking does to you commercials. <laughs> Truth sponsored this album. You really want to do this? You really want to do this? Fuck love. <laughs> so what was your take on them? They were awful. I hated everyone. Like, literally, like, the note. It was, like, the first one, I was like, this is pretty bad. And I was like, okay, this is still bad. And I was just like, yep, still bad. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is horrible. And I literally just had to, like, strike them off because they all would have been zeros. Uh-huh. I was like, if I score these, it's literally going to drop, like, an entire point. <laughs> the girl was the best part of those. She actually knew what she was doing. Leroy just sounded... Literally like... everything but Leroy was the best part of those. Yeah. He was really bad on those. What's I don't know what was that? happening there. You really want to do this? Really? It's Leroy. What you doing? Where you at? <laughs> like, <laughs> it almost feel, it felt like, I don't think you've listened to it, but there's, there's a couple skits on Goodbye and Good Riddance Juice's album. It almost felt like he wanted to do those skits, but those skits also weren't necessarily that great, but Juice didn't even like talk in them. All they were was just like a bunch of girls like roasting juice, and it was funny because it was, like, <laughs> it was literally just a bunch of people like laughing at him. There, it's like, like, why are you calling me? It's, it's, it's funny there, but it was like here, it was like supposed to be somewhat serious, and I'm like, what? It's kind of just I, sat like really pathetic when you listen to yeah. it. Yeah, like how Leroy like, goes about it. Like, you really want to do this? It's like, dude, let it go. <laughs> yeah. If- if it had actually had like continuity and actually like made sense with the album then it might have been good but like yeah they they were bad don't ever do this again yeah Leroy if you ever listen to this love the music get the fuck away from doing skits alright just you do skits they gotta be funny that's the only way you do skits. Or like Little Uzi where you're kind of like in a surreal state on Eternal Take where he's like hello Hello. And you're like, Five Nights at Freddy's? <laughs> Lil Uzi, are you the Purple operator? Guy? <gasps> Lil Uzi is William Afton confirmed? <gasps> oh my gosh. Remember when Lil Uzi went like insane and uh, chose to like start a cult? <laughs> uh, yeah, briefly. Yeah, I remember that. That's very, that's very interesting. All right, so Travis, on the music side of things, what do you think? You can go track by. You know how Soap and I do these, so you can go like track mm-hmm. by track. You can do as Are a we whole. Gonna, you gonna take turns or like? Do you do you want to do like oh. uh, song by song with each of us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at the end, we can all do our. Sp- yeah. Okay. Let's do that. So Pikachu. What's Who's going first? <laughs> you! You go first. Okay. Go first. We'll go All you, right. me, soap. You, me, soap. You, me, soap. Yeah. So Pikachu is one of the few songs in this album that I was like, I might consider putting this on like one of my playlists because it's very catchy. 
it's got good like deep like real life style lyrics like um uh that one line where he's like uh something about his mom like selling drugs to pay for school so it's like okay Mm -hmm. this is like grounded in reality people are going to be able to relate to this it's gritty but not like edgy gritty so i thought that was good Mm -hmm. are we going to do number ratings at the end or right now yeah we'll we'll do that at the end uh okay uh well no at the end of like when soap does it we'll do it see audience we are completely planned we know exactly Mm -hmm. what we're doing Uh Um, so pikachu uh the first listen through i i like the line where he's like hopping the yellow lambo like on pikachu or whatever and so that kind of got stuck in my head and i like that part but my first couple listens i was kind of like eh, whatever you know it's a good solid opener i like that um for the deluxe edition he didn't do what most people do where they make you listen to the full album again and then just throw on the songs at the end he started the album with it which by the time we get to the end of without you i'm gonna kind of review that section because i really liked it um but so Pikachu for me was definitely one that I could like go back and listen to. And I don't know if I would be someone that would like a song that I would go back and just like specifically choose that song, at least not at this moment. But if it was playing or it popped up, like when it would play when I was listening through the album, I wouldn't skip it. I didn't skip any of them on the album, but it wasn't one that like initially I was like, Oh yeah, I would definitely skip it. It's like, no, it's got like kind of a good beat and everything. Um. Yeah, so it it was a good st- for me. It was a good first look at a full project for Kid Leroy. <clears throat> um. So for me, this is definitely one of my favorite songs going here. Honestly, I agree with Travis. This is one of the few ones I probably put on a playlist myself. Um. I I enjoyed the song. Yeah, it was it was catchy. It didn't. It wasn't particularly special or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just catchy and it sounded good. It was a solid listen. Uh, there's not really a lot to say about it. Also, I just want to comment. So you said the thing about the Lux Edition thing. I've noticed that a lot of people are putting the songs at the start now, not at the end. That's that's getting pretty common now. Which is I don't nice. know why I think. I appreciate it too. Yeah, it's easier. Uh, but yeah, so since we're doing numbers now, I gave that song a four out of five. Are we going? Are we going on a scale of five? That's what I did. Okay, we'll go on oh, that. Oh, I, uh, I did out of ten. <laughs> oh. I can double my scores if you both did out of ten. Yeah, uh, for this one, I'd probably give it probably like uh, probably like an eight out of ten for me. I'd probably give it that. Yeah, That'd be I give it a, I, I give it a seven. Mm-hmm. Well, since I'm just going to double my scores, then it's also eight out of ten. <laughs> so take my scores with a slight grain of salt, then, because they're going to be doubled from five, so they're pretty much accurate, but they may be slightly different. Yeah. Uh, next song is so done. Um, so, yeah, so, (laughs) sorry, I'm eating right now, so I'm like, (laughs) um, a finger looking good. Oh, yeah, you know it. Um, so it was vibey, and I think it, it did what it tried to do, and it did it fairly well, but there wasn't anything particularly, like, standout-y or, like, remarkable about it. Mm Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it was all right. I I really enjoyed So Done, uh, just because it it was really catchy. I like the ukulele play in the back. It was really cool to listen to. Um, 
there wasn't like particularly again lyrically it didn't like just catch my eye or ear yes technically um <laughs> but i i did like it to an extent it's it's one of my favorites on the album that i've already went back and listened to multiple times so um yeah i just like it it's kind of like upbeat kind of catchiness and it's it's kind of sad but also like firm and like what it's saying like that he's just over with it and so it just kind of it's like one of those kind of up a more uplifting song than it would feel so i like that one i wasn't a huge fan of this one i didn't particularly dislike it but honestly like pretty much what i wrote down is notes here and i don't know if it's gonna make like fully sense here but pretty much like what i was trying to say here is here this feels kind of like a poor man's version of an x song like it has the same vibe to me almost in a not not like in a direct way but in kind of a weird sense it reminds me of mm-hmm. how i felt when i first heard like depression and obsession and revenge the two songs of 17 i originally hated um it reminded me of those songs i had like the same feeling towards this song uh, except those songs I grew to like, and I like that type of song now. There wasn't. This was just kind of like a worse version to me in terms of experience. It I had like just like a worse experience, and I was just like, man, I want to go listen to Revenge now. It was that was pretty much what the song made me want to do. It was like I want to go listen to X, which isn't a great feeling. You should not have to party your album. Uh, for numbers, I gave it a three out of five, so six out of ten. I, I would give it a nine out of ten. I really liked it. I, I I give it a six as well. Uh, okay, <clears throat> I'm gonna start this one. <laughs> Tragic. I it it sounds so to me the beat kind of reminded me of Out of Love by Little Tecca. So you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, it sounded a bit like that. It was more basic, and I wasn't a huge fan of that. Like the flow wasn't anything that stood out to me. wasn't really Young Boy Never Broke Again. I think that's who it was yeah i uh he was okay you know nothing nothing really stood out to me on the song um <clears throat> i i gave it like a between like a six or a seven out of ten on it because i was just like i i expected more from Leroy on this by this point i had already expected more off of like go and uh without you and so done and stuff and fuck you goodbye so this one was definitely a song where I was like, I expect a lot more for you. And it's definitely one that I'm not going to go back. I don't know if I would necessarily skip it. Like, as I said, there was no, nothing I would skip except for like the skits, the skits kind of. Yeah. But I, this one was just one that was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, it, it did have some interesting lyrics about, like, death and, like, being accepted by people, but honestly, I feel like the best part of the song was the, fa- the fact that they sampled the uh, perfect sound effect from Street Fighter okay, at the beginning. Okay, why is everybody sampling perfect now? Like, I don't know. It's so, I don't know. Remember Logic? Literally yeah. perfect? And then now I'm just, like, hearing it pop up and shit. Everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. I'm like... It's nostalgia. No, it's cheating it's riding the coattails uh, of okay. logic <laughs> also the man's younger than us you think he's nostalgic <laughs> i bet he's never even played True. Street Fighter. i haven't so, so i really doubt he, he probably hasn't yeah uh yeah i uh i was not a huge fan of this song here um 
Kid Leroy was okay. Uh, this was definitely a weak performance from Young Boy. I don't normally like Young Boy, but his, his whenever he features, he normally brings an A game. This was definitely not his A game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I gave it a three point five out of five. So a seven out of ten technically, but I'd probably personally drop that down to a six out of ten. Travis. Oh, sorry. Yeah, six out of ten. Yeah, I think we're across the board on that. Yeah. Uh, Hope young boy don't kill us. Four of six. <laughs> Feel something. Okay. I. Wait, you just skipped the song. No, I didn't. Did I? Yeah, you did. Oh, it's always do after tragic. Oh my always god, do. dude! I was trying to review. You know how, like, when we liked an album, it was hard to write it. Because we were like, how do we go? I only remember the ones I didn't like, or like weren't ah. like huge ones for it. But so I was kind of running out of time for it. Always do. I love this one. Like I would give this a ten out of ten for me. Mm-hmm. I I just love it. I love the catchiness of the chorus. Um, I do like the kind of alt pop uh feel with it. You know, the kind of acoustic, more blended in with the beat, everything. But it just was catchy, and it, I related to it, you know, that it was kind of like a, you know, I said I wouldn't drink, but I did same day like I always do. I was like, I don't relate on that aspect of it, but it's kind of like, you know, constantly like a failing feeling, and it's like, you know I'm going to do this. You know I'm going to fail, and like I always do. So I really like that one. <laughs> that one hit me like square in the chest. I was like, oh, okay, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, I didn't, I, I remember not caring for the beat as much. Like, the beat was just kind of a little bit more eh, but I remember the lyrics I really, really liked and related to a ton. Also, um, uh, one thing, I don't, I have no idea if this is, like, intentional or not, but, um, the way that he like repeated the like i always do throughout the chorus where it's like um like he says it the first time it's like okay he says it the second time you're like okay I, I see where this is going so then by the time he does it for the third time right at the end of the chorus it's like you know that he's gonna say it again before he says it and i feel like that kind of complements like the whole theme of the song and i, I just thought that was cool i'm not again don't know if that was intentional, but I just thought it was thought it was neat, kind of a little poetic touch, and I like the fact that it's almost like a uh, like a too close to touch style, like anti breakup song, you know, where it's like he's blaming all of it on himself as opposed to the other person. Dude, I, dude, I didn't even think about it like that, but you're right. Like even listening to it like the first time, I had already like got a hit in the feels by it. So by the time the second chorus ran around, I was already singing the chorus along with them, with it. But it also kind of it does do that poetic thing where like you know he's failing, and so he's yeah. going to say it again, and so it's just like you know digging in to the fact that he's like I know I fucking mess up all the time, mm. so this is how it's gonna be. That's dude, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you put that good. Oh, thank you. You did well. So what were your thoughts on it? Oh, he went mute. Dead silence. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, I'm back. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, this song, I think we're all pretty much in agreement that as of this point, it was definitely the strongest showing yet. Uh, 
yeah, I, I, I pretty much wrote down. I was like, I don't even really know what I liked about it here. It was just very enjoyable to listen to. Like, it was just a really enjoyable song to listen to. I gave it a five out of five, so ten out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, ten out of ten for me, definitely. I did eight out of ten because, like I said, the beat was a little bit bland for me, but I did like it. The next one, okay, again, <clears throat> Marshmallow. Marshmallow. I swear to God, if the Kid Leroy dies after this, <laughs> you are never allowed to work with any fucking rapper ever again. He's just going to get arrested. Like, that's, oh my God. Um, Way too much of a coincidence. <laughs> but feel something, I... I, I literally wrote a beautifully somber song that gives me chills every time I hear it. At 16, writing stuff like this shows a maturity that I've not seen often in modern music. Which, given the rest of the lyrical t- content in the song was written during, you know, when he was 14 and with Juice or 15 or whatever. So by this point, it was kind of a little different mm-hmm. with it. So that could have shown a bit of a change. But feel something, I just, bar none, I love this song. Like, this song just really fucking, like, it just it chills. I had goosebumps the entire time I listened to it. It's one of my favorite songs on the album that I've went back and listened to over and over again. And, again, it was something I related to where it was something where he's doing stuff that he knows is going to hurt. So, like, for him, he's, like, drinking or whatever. For me, when that happens, it's usually, like, I watch porn because I know I'm going to hate myself after it, but at least I feel something better than you know, just ap- apathy, where I don't care about anything and I'm just numb. I understood the song that like just hit really hard <laughs> with it. For me, it was a ten out of ten. It was a ten out of ten song on it. I I love that song so much. For me, again, beat I felt like was just a little bit. Eh, I don't I don't know how to. What you didn't think Mellow made it right? Mello <laughs> did not make this one right. Oh no! It's just, it's just like, like it wasn't bad. It was just kind of like, okay, yeah, that was a that was a song, that was a beat. I, I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, like it, it, like I said, it did what it intended to do, but what it intended to do wasn't a whole lot. So it just, was just kind of, it's just kind of boring, you know. It, it just didn't really do a whole lot, but. That being said, I do. I just like the fact that Marshmallow's on it because I like Marshmallow, so he's a plus. Um, I heavily related to the themes of like, uh, like the dishonesty and like, uh, like fake friends and like not really knowing who you can trust and who you can't. I related to that uh, a ton. So those lyrics were really good. But one other problem I had with the song. And it's actually a problem I had with a lot of the songs in this album. It felt very short. Like, it felt it felt like it should have been longer, and it, like, got cut short almost. That's a lot of modern rap songs, though. Mm-hmm. They're mostly two and a half minutes long. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't dislike this one, but I didn't really like it particularly either. Um... And I won't lie, like, I I listened to the album here, but I was also not at the same time, like, 100% lyrically into it there, so I was, like, 
hearing the lyrics there, but I was not thinking too hard about them at the same time. So I'm not going to really have comments on specific lyrics because I won't lie. I don't remember a single lyric from the whole album. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I didn't relate to really anything here particularly. So I don't have that like drive towards the song myself here. Like I said, I wasn't a huge fan of the beat and I, his delivery, in my opinion, is one note across this whole album, so this was just a not particularly memorable song to me. Uh, so I gave it a three and a half out of five, so it'd be like a seven out of ten. My, mine's ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah, mine was a seven or eight, like 7.5. Yeah, but now, now I'm nervous <laughs> to see what y'all are going to think about this one. Fuck you, <laughs> goodbye. I liked this one. I, I did, did like this I did like this one. This one was good. I thought it was, uh, for me, it's kind of like the uh, the concept I have for like the year anniversary of Burning that I've talked about. I feel like this was a really good one for the deluxe edition, where it's fuck love, and then fuck love savage, and this is like second to last of the deluxe edition of fuck you goodbye, where it's basically just saying like get out, you know I'm done, I'm done with it. Given. I'm pretty sure he's in the wrong. <laughs> but if you take away that with it, uh, MGK also, I just want to say, MGK, when he's a feature, he doesn't fucking screw up. Like, every time he is in a feature, he brings his A game. And I, I'm not a fan of the dude. I, I don't I don't really like him personally, like, personality-wise, but his music's really good. And so yeah. I thought he killed this. The only criticism I really had for the song was I think there was an 808 in there, but it was so low that I couldn't really hear it. Maybe it was just atmosphere, you know? But, uh, yeah, I... <laughs> you get triggered when people use sloppy 808s. <laughs> Me? I do? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I'm just like, man, give the 808s more. Like, come on. Yeah, give me that nice. <laughs> For you, he wants some big 808s. I, I want to talk about that song eventually, anyways. Not on this album. Completely different. I just <laughs> okay, what were your thoughts? So... Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I, I like the song. This one was very catchy. That was pretty much all I had to say about it here. MGK is good. Kid Roy did good. Made a catchy song. You know, I. It was good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. So. Okay. MGK. I kind of agree with Michael in the sense that, like, whenever he's featured on a song, he does have a like tendency to just like do really, really well. Possibly even better on features than he does like in his own music which might be saying something i don't know <laughs> um <laughs> uh i like that it was a much different like it had a much different feel than like all the other songs in the album and i really like that because it was like it felt a lot it felt a lot like angrier and a lot more like aggressive which does bring up another point that i'm not going to get into right now but i'll, I'll bring that up kind of at the end during more just like my subjective opinions but i do want to come back to that so what was your rating of it 
Uh, I, uh, I can't read that. <laughs> um, I think that's a seven. Oh, you did pen and paper. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I did. I, mm-hmm. Wait, you don't do your notes on pen and paper? No, no. No, he's weird. Oh, so it's like yeah, every time I've had notes, they've been on pen and paper. <laughs> I, I probably should just to, like, help that aspect, but I get, like, my brain, because I have ADHD, goes really fast, and my hand can't keep up with it when I'm writing, or else it gets, like, really Feel that. So I just type everything super fast. Uh, I give it a 10 out of 10. I really liked it. Uh, Nate actually sent me the song. That's what got me listening to the album. He was like, this is my favorite song right now. And I was like, dude, this is fucking good. And so after that, I was like, I'm just going to listen to the album. And I was like, oh, okay, I really like the album. <laughs> I gave this one a 4 out of 5, so 8 out of 10. Okay, without you. So, what did you think of this? My favorite song on the album. Yes. I'm going to say that straight up. Yes. This is my favorite song on the album. Really? Yeah, like, easily my favorite song on the album. Like, nothing, it's not even close. I was close to giving this a 6 out of 5. Like, this one was, like, so, like, orchestral. I wrote it sounded like a serenade almost. Like, this. Yes. It was like this an song was just ballad. It was just a ballad. Mm-hmm. This song was like just literally. It was just majestic. It was totally full, in my opinion, easily the most sonically developed like song on this album. Like there, this has the most to it in terms of sound. There is so much in this song that like makes the sound of it here. It is just a beautiful listen. Love this one. Damn, my smoke alarm's going off. This smoke alarm likes it too. Give me a minute. Beep. <laughs> beep. 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 Throw a sample at <laughs> Anyways, yeah, beautiful. Not the smoke alarm. Smoke alarm's not beautiful. Dude, it was so simple, but beautiful. Uh, What was. How did the chorus go? Turn on the face of me, and now I'm bleeding suddenly. Without you, without yeah, the, you. Yeah, good vocal range on here too. Like it just and the, the way the chorus like built up with like the music in the background building with the chorus each time it was repeated. It was great. Love. Yeah, th- this was a ten out. This was a ten out of ten for me. I love. I agree with that easily. Just because it hits so good in so many different ways, but it can also be interpreted in a lot of different ways too. Where like it can be that emotional breakup ballad. Or it can also be that kind of like, all right, now I'm having to learn to live without you. Like, it was good that you're out of my life, and now i got to learn to live without you despite it being hard to do. Uh, I just, God, I love, yeah, this was definitely just so good. And it's so fucking catchy. This is a good one. Mm-hmm. So, Travis, you ate it? So, I got the minority report on this one. I didn't really care for this song as much. I'm gonna be honest. Like, okay, I did like that it was more acoustic-y sound. That was a kind of a nice change, a good contrast from the rest of the songs on the album. Um, the melody was very catchy. The problem that I had with it was, like, the lyrics were this really weird blend of, like, really original and cool and poetic, but then there was a bunch of other lyrics that just sounded very, like generic love slash breakup song and i really i don't know i just 
Like, I kind of wish it, it would just kind of, like, pick one and not try to do both. But, yeah, that's just me. I, yeah. It wasn't bad. I just, it wasn't my favorite. So, Self, when do you want to drive over to his house and kick his ass? Uh... <laughs> a long way. It's a long way for so. I think the top speed of my car, about 100. I, I got pretty close to testing it today. What, 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 what was the score you gave it, Travis? Uh, six out of ten. Well, since this is the last part of the deluxe edition, uh, I wanted to talk about. Uh, I thought that as a whole, this was a really good one to kind of you know, sign off on the album, you know, kind of like that closure part, where I, I've been really big on like revisiting songs that like I made a year ago, and listening to them, and possibly even doing sequels, like with Journal Two, or yeah. uh, you know, the one that I want that is coming out <laughs> pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, wait, I, I already talked about it on the podcast. Uh, nah, you know, the sequel to Hum, you know. <laughs> <Just got nut>. <laughs> <laughs> nut. <laughs> um, no, it's one of those things where I enjoy going back, and I feel like this deluxe edition, because it almost felt like a whole EP that they were just like, oh, let's just throw it on the album uh, for the deluxe edition. I felt like it really did a really good job of like showing the maturity of where he was a year ago to like now uh musically wise not saying necessarily actual maturity um it showed that and in some lyrics it showed some maturity emotionally and stuff but given there's not much to go off of off of that you know the last time it was him kind of you know going hey what what you doing (laughs) You really want to do this? Fuck you. (laughs) And then this one was kind of like a... I feel like this song, or like this part, was kind of like him realizing he was a piece of shit in a lot of (laughs) songs. Like, always do really uh, solidified that for me. Uh, Tragic and Pikachu kind of talked a little bit about that. Um, Fuck you, goodbye, and feel something... Feel Something, I believe, really went off of that. So Done and Fuck You Goodbye were... I feel like she probably made her own mistakes with it. Because given, we're listening to you know her doing this, and it's based on his perspective with it, but it could have also been that she was using him because he started getting famous. You know? Especially during high school. Like, high school chicks will drop you or pick you up for the stupidest things like easily so it could have been one of those too and i feel like it was a good blend of kind of going through all the feelings and then ending with without you on that part was pretty good i thought that was at least i personally thought that was pretty good yeah i wish i i really wish this first part was just an ep and not a deluxe edition of the album because my opinion of the album goes downhill from here oh god okay so booty call skit we're, that's part of it. I literally just I didn't even get it a number score but I just, I don't even remember writing this but I just put a note right at the bottom it just says felt a bit weird <laughs> so maybe I was not a fan of this one uh, I don't know if it changed or anything with it mm. again there was no skips on it but I gave it a 6 out of 10 and I literally uh, what I had said was that he went to the full extent of his range at the time and there was nothing wrong with that but between the beat and the way the vocals were mixed and the high pitch, it just, like, the treble made my teeth, like, 
I was like kind of grinding my teeth because it like kind of made me cringe away because it was just like really piercing. And so I really, the only problems I had, I couldn't really listen to the lyrics a whole lot given this was before I listened to it for five and a half hours. So I don't know if anything changed, but, um, I couldn't really judge the song based on anything or the flow. It was just like literally the sound quality just was like, ow. So six out of 10 for me on this one. I give it a five out of 10. Cause I was, I, I wrote the melody is a bit weird. The beat is okay, but a lot of the rhymes feel kind of forced. Like it almost sounded like a nursery rhyme. How it was just like, he was just trying to like find words that rhymed with maybe, but he wasn't actually like, trying to write good lyrics and also the little just like string section at the end why it it, it didn't fit at all yeah that was a little weird that was a little and weird he, and that happened in like multiple songs like i remember writing that down multiple times like there are just random little string segments at the end of the song and it's like what huh this this doesn't belong here why is this here no this this song was definitely really weak in my opinion. I I, I didn't like it at all. Uh, it it's gonna have. I will tell you this right now. Here, the song I score low on this album, I will give the same score, which is two and a half out of five, so five out of ten. Because so many of them aren't things that are like bad. Like when I'm going below five, it's like it's actively bad. It's just yeah. like. These songs were so not special, there's no reason to listen to them. Like, there's a lot better you could listen to, a lot worse, so you should pick one either a lot better or a lot worse, because just, there's no reason to listen to it. And this song is a prime example of you are missing nothing if you never hear this for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with that, yeah, that's, that's pretty true. Uh, the next song the next song is wrong and okay i have strong opinions about this song okay i do too so you go first (laughs) i'm gonna have to go first on this one this song creeped me the heck out it has very like stalker vibes and i really that rubbed me the wrong way so hard the beat was kind of cool but like the lyrics just completely ruined it for me the lyrics were the thing that ruined it for you. Okay, let me look yeah. at these. Uh, I know that we ain't getting along, but I want to see you on your own tonight, girl. D and D, your phone. Yeah, I'm trying to get on you on your own tonight. Bad, and you know it. You tell me that you're with it. Got a short. Wait. Now. On your own tonight. Yeah. Oh, I'm. <laughs> oh. The whole time I was listening to the song, I was hearing, I want to get you in your room tonight. And I was like, that is so creepy. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, this is a, this is a love song. Okay. I All thought right. It was just I like was a, very hey, confused. I wanna because I was very dirty. concerned because I gave this a 10 out of 10 for being a slap happy ding bing dang slang banger. And I was like, great, if it's a stalkerish song, now I gotta look at the lyrics to make sure I'm not, like, you know, going full on creepy mode. Um, I mean, you already are, but it's fine. Fuck off! <laughs> it's not worse than you! Ah, uh, true. Um, I never heard of Little Mosey before, and uh, I kind of liked 
his style. We need you need to watch his double XL cipher right the hell now. <laughs> Wait, really? Is that what we're doing? Yes. Yes, that's oh, what we're doing. Is we're... <laughs> all right. I'm sharing this. this. This is the requirement of what you must do when you mention his name and don't know him. You have to watch his double XL cipher. Okay, it was like the his cipher was like the literally it's the first one of like the first cipher video of whatever year he was in, and it's the first... <laughs> so bad. All right, are y'all on the stream? Mm. Yes, yes, hey, I am. Little Mosey. 2019 double XL freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right here, the, the cipher. Freestyle? Not, not the freestyle, the cipher. Oh, oh my god. Google Stadia with big peepee. Live TV from 85 plus channels. I don't like sports this and news. Also, did YouTube you guys see TV. the news that YouTube is just like putting ads on everything? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, here. The baby? Oh, God, I don't like the way you God damn, I feel like the man. Freshman of the year, I woke up like the man. Never popping Zans, cause they killing me, damn. When you got it money, they be trying to be your friend. Okay, this a lame ass beat. Walk oh. up on your bitch, my dick, A feet deep. Why he talking out his lip, he know ain't shit sweet. Hey, hey, yo, block, I'm going sweet. Hey, hey, bust down our regular face. What? Hey, chasing blues like the baby. What? Yeah, you probably should have stayed in school. Real hot oh. girl shit. Bitch, I want your man trying to see what a hit for. Post a new pick for a bitch. I'm a shit on big bag talk. Make that little money get gone. I love cash. I'll be in the bank. They got one of the best breeds I ain't even mad at you. I might throw a bag at you. Speaking of my name, I just don't like her. Literally the DJ actually up there, the one who made the beat. Yeah. I know. I don't like this dude because he's not that good. Oh, why can't I don't like his 50 cent style. Yeah. <laughs> this kid wants to be paid. Oh, okay. Come on, the baby. Come on, pop the fuck off. Come on, let's go, Papa. Everybody know my name, ringing bill, ringing bill out the hallway. I ain't got a cap and no more fucking rapper. I whip out and air it out broad day. I got in with the stick and okay. I'm with the break. A nigga and half like uh, a Kit Kat. I've been trying to be positive, mama. They ain't fucking with Jonathan, mama. Who you know put they motherfucking stuff on the map and now they don't know nobody shit. I send one of my little nigga come take you off. You get uh, laid on the floor by a G. Got put over with 55K on my pocket. Why did you have it? The police, they know Where I got stick. They be worried that? about me. They know I'm a click. That wasn't the his nigga, dick. They know I'm a dog. I ain't worried about him. <laughs> I know he a bitch. Pull it out his booty hole. They say I'm the hottest 
this new nigga go check the thermometer, that nigga sick. Nigga, what's up, a fever or something? Her heat, we're born up in Cleveland or something. Let me give you a history lesson. We move back to Charlotte. Dude, Megan just looks like she's not even present. Somebody touch me, somebody Cardi B drugged her. The people in the cypher are always so great. You should have seen like literally everybody whenever X did his cypher. Because X's cypher is like really iconic because he like has like the beat turn off and he just crouches down in the front of the room and delivers like the like really dark like thing here. Like everyone in the back is just like trying to figure out what to do because they normally just try to vibe with it. But here he's like, I will kill everyone. Sorry, you were so bad. Okay, XXX Tentacion Freestyle, right? XXL? It's still Cypher. Still Cypher. <laughs> I don't know what's you had seen. This Cypher is like probably one of the most famous Cyphers. What's the difference, oh, what's the difference between play... a Cypher and a Freestyle? Oh yeah, Cardi has... has uh, I love it. Cardi Magnum is not Magnum Condom! <laughs> <laughs> Double XL, it's so Sunny fitting. Digital. So, uh, what's the difference between uh, Cypher and Freestyle? Cypher's multiple people, Freestyle's just one. Why is he wearing a backpack? He just got out of school, man. The one looking demonic, yeah. Yeah, the one in the, the, the demonic in the background, that's it. Oh. Yeah, there's it. Oh, I thought the one in green was. I was I like, dude, he's small. I don't think I think it's big. Am I big? Bad. Is she breaking wall? Yo, 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 Dude, okay, I'm not gonna lie, that was hard as fuck. 
Oh, it was. Yeah, it's one. Of, it's one of the best. It, every year since he did that, somebody's tried to replicate it, and nobody's been as good. But yeah, everyone is in the background. They're like, "What do we do?" I mean, that one dude, Maiden Kayo, so is just like praying. He's like, he's straight up just praying. He's like, did you hey, just say Maiden Kayo? Please don't kill me. Yeah, Maiden Tayo, or is it Maiden Tayo? It's, it's made T Y O or Tokyo. It's that, uh, that third guy though was definitely gay because he was saying like, "Boy, you mad? Get on my dick." Boy, you mad? Hop on my dick. <laughs> Boy, Just you like, mad? Um, Hop on my dick. Um, Suck up my dick. Yeah, beat yeah. my dick. Yeah, jerk me off <laughs> and have a relationship where we have two kids. Dick. Uh. <laughs> Just like, mm, 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 mm. keep it Tasty. sus. <laughs> Hop on my dick. Yeah, got it, yo, bitch. Yeah, hop on my dick. Yeah, I want your mans. Yeah, I want them to get on my dick. Yeah, give me that anal sick. Uh, I ain't gonna be too slick. Nah, fucking gay and I'm with it. Uh, giving us out no way. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, oh, he just straight up admitting it. Okay. <laughs> straight up, it's like the rappers that admit that they're, uh, that they cause like murders and shit in their songs. Just admitting it. And they're like, we have you on record saying it. And he's like, no. Me. <laughs> you basically mean Mitch called a body about a week ago. You mean. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Murder on my mind. What's that song? Murder on oh, my yeah. mind. Oh yeah. Oh, me and Melly too. But oh, no, that was. I, I was talking about uh, Bobby Schroeder with his thing there. Like Mitch caught up on about a or week ago, six, and nine. then he's like charged I mean, Mitch with murder. Are we not talking about six nine with this shit? <laughs> That's blatantly admitting. God, after that, I don't even know if I want to go back to reviewing this album, like song by song, because we kind of got out of the. My hand hurts so bad. <laughs> Do you have a lot of notes? No, I. you didn't hear me say I was in the middle of the thing there. I, like, halfway broke my nail when I was trying to plug something in. Oh, I didn't hear that. And, and I'm in pain. All right. Here's my pinky finger. So what were your thoughts on Wrong? And then we'll just do it as, like, overall. Because, I mean, obviously we have, like, Go. And I'm going to say something that may be bad. Uh, I liked Kid Leroy more on Go than I liked Juice. I, yeah, I have a funny story. Right I don't now. think Juice Bond in that verse, but he, you know, he, he was at least in like another room. You know, he was he was on his phone. Maybe he called it in, but he he didn't quite phone it no, in. No, he know, did it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Perky with the lean, it got me slow, slow, slow. I'm like, really? <laughs> Come on, homie, can you stop talking about lean and Perky and all that shit for just one song, homie? Come on. One song. <laughs> if he was here to answer you, no. I okay. This is a really bad. This is a really really bad joke. But I said that Juice World died so Leroy could live <laughs> instead of the <laughs> instead of the somebody walked so they could run. It was. <laughs> oh my! That you're gonna get canceled. <laughs> I. I mean, kinda because. I don't think that Go would have been nearly as popular if Juice wasn't dead. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna get canceled harder than Juice did. <laughs> oh! Oh no! Too soon, too soon, too soon. I know. <laughs> too soon. It's gonna be a year. It's gonna be a year. <laughs> December eighth to the anniversary. Oh, oh dang! God. Really? Yes. Okay, but I I, I will say it. with like everything, Leroy is like literally carrying emo rap right now like i mean you could say completely disagree 
I mean, I don't really know who else is around that's doing it. At least I've heard that I've been like, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Like, I mean, Black Bear is doing, like, a weird blend, but Black Bear isn't even, like, rap, but he's also not pop, and he's also not alt-pop, and he's also not emo. He's just kind of doing his own shit, right? He's, like, in a different lane, right? He's in a different dimension with it, right? <laughs> but MGK is doing, you know, pop-punk emo, so we can't say he's carrying the torch with it. So I really don't know who else there could be. I mean, if Post Malone ain't really emo rap, he's just Post, <laughs> you know? I mean, he does drugs, <laughs> but that's about where the similarities end. Uh, I, I would say that Kid Leroy is the one, like, that is carrying that, you know? He was Juice's protege. And, I mean, he has really solid songs on this album, and if he can, like, harness that then he could have a really good album another just one after the other repeat songs you know yeah uh, my, my problem is the the rap part and i just don't think this is rap to me this feels like a pop record more like a rap record in like almost every way to me it doesn't have like the rap part of emo rap it just sounds like a more emo pop like it's it's so pop it really like is not even rap anymore in a sense but think about it even x did that on like revenge and skins where he didn't have songs where he was just rapping he was doing this kind of weird blend of shit well no you know i mean there's that there but i mean it just even then like with the blend like x still has like a a rappiness kind of to it. it there wasn't I just don't know. Like to me, like the whole listen to this year, I felt like like I was listening to a pop record. You know, like when I listen to Skins, I still feel like I'm listening to a rap record, even though a lot of it is like more singing and stuff. Here, I didn't really feel like I was listening to a rap record, and I can't point to anything because it's not like there's like a list of qualifications to make a rap record. But it just, to me, it just didn't have the same feel as when I listened to a rap record. It felt much more like I was listening to a pop record, which isn't necessarily bad, but. I don't. I to me, empty, like the like throne of emo rap still feels thoroughly empty. I don't see anybody like following in the footsteps of Kid Leroy type thing. You know, I, he doesn't have that position. I think give him a while longer, and if he goes more into emo rap and stuff here, and like more on the rap side, there like some of the tracks that are on like the first section. If he goes more into that, I could kind of see that then. Uh, but this project to me was kind of a teeters in the realm between pop and rap and it leans more towards the pop side than the rap side to me personally that's not that's a completely subjective opinion there's there's like those not requirements so well i could, I could me, see that i could see that though i i would feel like what made it more like rap for me were definitely like some tracks like pikachu um fuck you goodbye stuff kind of like that where i was like okay this is kind of more emo rap but the beats holy to me weren't pop they were very much rap beats and i could tell that much just it sucks but when you start doing a lot of production you start analyzing everything and so like i can't listen to music now without analyzing it with the producer ear with it and so it's very much structured like a rap song that's what the beats are so i would say it definitely tears between the two uh I guess it would probably lean more maybe towards like the kind of pop rap style, you know, kind of like beer bongs and Bentleys and Stony by Post Malone. How that from the vein of a Post Malone, yeah, yeah, kind of in that. But he definitely does have the traits that he could 
dive headfirst into the emo rap stuff, and it wouldn't be that hard of a transition for him. You know, just, no, it wouldn't. Yeah. So uh, plus, he's only sixteen. So maybe like if this, you know, EP section of the deluxe edition, uh, I'm just gonna call it the Savage EP. Like that's what I'm gonna call it. Um, if the Savage EP. You know, if he sticks with that kind of blend of everything, he could very much do a very good job of carrying the emo rap torch, doing what he, you know, learned. Um, of course, he also still has, you know, he's still doing, uh, he's got a lot more to grow. You know, he's not even an adult yet. Uh, I didn't listen. Have you listened to his song with uh, Little Tekka called Diva? No, I haven't. I haven't either. So I don't know if that one's more in the vein of rap. Because, like, Little Tekka. Little Tekka's kind of got a good thing going, but it's also just like what you and I said, where it's like, you know, you wouldn't turn off any of the songs, but you wouldn't seek out the songs. Kid Leroy has songs that you click on, but, you know. Our opinion on Tekka is very much so in the minority. That that album was hated. That was, like, marked as, like, one of the worst albums of the year. <laughs> like, pretty much unanimously hated. We're, we're very much so in the exception. That's so that. weird to me, though, because, like... It was solid. Like it wasn't amazing, but it wasn't bad. It was just like solid. Yeah. Just listen to it in the background, which I guess is kind of hard when you have like a bunch of albums that come out before that. That kind of people. What released this year? Music to be murdered I... by. Uh, that was one. Uh. The Savage Mode Two, which I I did no I did not like it. I didn't like it. Uh, Pluto. That's not music, my friend. No, it's not. But Travis, what did you think? What did you think of the project as a whole? As a whole, okay, hold on, let me. <laughs> okay, so the overall production quality was really, really, really good, but I'm not entirely sure that that was a plus because I feel like sometimes with like music that's trying to be more emotional like a lot of these songs are that really really like polished sound can actually kind of take away from that you know mm -hmm. so i feel like he it might have done him a little bit better to go for a more kind of you know recorded in my bedroom almost uh like almost like an Anson Sebra or like Alec Benjamin type style, which those are both acoustic artists mostly, but I feel like he still could have benefited from, yeah, just like not putting so much like polish on it so it didn't sound like, oh yeah, this was recorded in this super duper fancy studio and it's like, you know, professional mixing and mastering and all this stuff done mm -hmm. on it. I, f I feel like it could have benefited quite a bit from just sounding a little bit more like raw and natural if that makes sense mm -hmm. uh also <laughs> this is just me i don't really like his voice i really don't it's just like it it sounds like maybe it's just because his voice really doesn't like fit like his face like he doesn't look like that's how he should sound but I don't know. It's also just kind of his voice in general is like it, it's it's not my favorite. And then um, one thing that I've mentioned a little bit, but it actually goes for like pretty much every song on this album. Every single one of these songs felt like 
so so the songs weren't particularly short but they felt very like cut short almost like like they felt almost rushed you know like they were intended to be longer but then some some like studio executive or something was like no 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 these are these are too long you need to like file these down a little bit and like just get like the absolute best parts of the song and while i can kind of understand that it's at the same time it's like dude you need to let the artists do what they are going to do with each song so that was just something i noticed is that you know while the songs are pretty normal lengths for you know songs on an album they just almost all of them sounded like they just ended before they should have you know Mm -hmm. and then the final point that i have uh (laughs) So this is coming off of Go and uh, Fuck You Goodbye. Um, it's... So the, I'll start with Go. So the the funny thing I was going to mention with Go is um, I legitimately could not tell which parts of that song were Leroy and which parts were Juice. <laughs> I... I couldn't tell. I thought, because I was listening to the song and I was like, wait, did, did Juice just do this entire song like by himself Did, does Leroy even do anything in this like that'd be okay because I like Juice but like is Leroy it's... real honestly yeah but Are then it's like okay real? I realized though especially when I listened to where is that note uh... oh it was in a tell me why and same thing those are the two where I found it was no- most like notable. Is um, like he it, it it sounds like he intentionally changes his voice, like depending on the song, and especially in "Go" and "Fuck You Goodbye." I almost got the vibe that he was li- that he was actually like changing his voice in order to sound more like Juice and MGK, and. I really have a problem with that because I don't I don't like it when artists will bring in like a feature and then try to make themselves sound more like that feature because then it's like I feel like that kind of defeats the point of a collaboration. You know, when you, you think collab Leroy with someone, changed it or like the guest featured? No, Leroy, because like like I said in Go, I could I legitimately could not tell which voice was Juice and which one was Leroy. But if you look at like tell me why or same thing and compare those to go he sounds completely different so it makes me feel like he was actually changing the way that his voice sounded to intentionally sound more like juice and that was i don't know that just that just rubs me the wrong way and like i was saying the point that i wanted to bring up again with uh fuck you goodbye is the fact that he even changed like his lyrical content and his delivery to sound angrier and more aggressive and more just like punchy you know which is something that machine gun kelly is very like notorious for doing like that is his that's his style you know so i just i don't know that that i had i have kind of a problem with that because i just i really don't like it when artists will do that and he's not the first one that i've heard i'm I was trying to think of one of the other ones um i don't know but um I've I've had I've heard other artists that have done that and it just really rubs me the wrong way because it's like the whole point of doing like a collab with somebody 
is to show that like hey here's two artists that are like fundamentally different but they can still work together on something and like combine their two different styles to make something cool like the song that kept coming to mind was um 10 feet down by nf with flurry and it's like those are like you know nf does rap obviously and flurry does like more kind of pop and almost like an edm style but Mm -hmm. so the whole beauty of that collab was the fact that they took those two styles that are like complete opposite but then they kind of meshed them together in a way that was like that showed oh hey these are two styles that can work together despite the fact that they're very very different from each other and that creates like a really cool contrast so i really don't like it when artists will collab with someone and then try and sound like the person they're collabing with or try to change their style to more fit that because then it's like well why are you even collabing with this person like that defeats the point just like just ghostwrite for them or something like you know Mm -hmm. so but yeah as overall album those are my notes oh wait i actually had one more that i forgot to write down um i can't remember which album it was that soap said this but i remember him saying something like this is an album that i wouldn't like go out of my way to listen to but it's an album that i could see myself putting on as like almost like background music a virgo world mm -hmm. yeah that's that's kind of how i feel about this album like i don't know if i would like there are a few songs that i do kind of like but it's like as a whole i feel like this is an album that i would just kind of like put on at like a party or if i'm like driving and it's like i don't really i, j- I just kind of need noise you know mm-hmm. but it's like i'm not actually going to be paying super close attention to it so so what overall, would you give your those are overall my... score overall score <sighs> there were some songs that i did like but i would probably have to say six out of ten because it's just like the whole uh, another thing that i didn't quite like was that the um the like a lot of the beats and flows and stuff <clears throat> excuse me they all sounded like it's, it's not that they sounded the same but it's like they flowed together a little bit too much to where it's like like i have trouble remembering oh was that that song or was that this other song in the sense that it's kind of like they're just a bit too similar and there's not quite enough about them to like like they're just not there's not really anything super remarkable about any of the songs it's just kind of like you get done listening to it and it's like yep that was that was a song um and it almost makes me think of a um i just completely adhd and lost my train of thought hold on uh oh what was i gonna say i had a really good point what was it I, I lost it <laughs> but yeah I would, i'd give this one a six out of ten because it's like none of the songs were inherently bad except i i did get really really like weird creepy stalker vibes from wrong but apparently that's just because i'm helen keller so uh <laughs> so yeah but it's like so none of the songs were really bad but it's like none of them really stood out oh i remember the point i was gonna make i was gonna say um it's kind of the um like i was i was getting kind of the like as i was listening to it i was kind of waiting because it's like okay he's doing a couple like songs that seem like they're kind of building up to something and so i kept waiting for that one song like 
that was going to like define the whole album and that was going to be like okay here's you know the song off the album that goes platinum or whatever like uh kind of like how on i i know i keep using nf as an example but like with perception you know at first a lot of people didn't quite like that album as much because it was definitely a different sound than like therapy session in mansion but then once everybody heard uh let you down it was like that made the whole album like make sense you know and mm -hmm. it's like okay <clears throat> this is the song that kind of defines this whole project as a you know as a finished like unit and so as i was listening to this album i kept waiting for that and i kept waiting for okay where's the song that i'm gonna be like all right yeah this song's a banger i'm gonna put this on all my playlists and i'm gonna tell people about it and i'm like this is the song that's gonna make me recommend this album to people and i just kept on waiting and waiting and waiting for that and it never really came so it's like the album's not bad it's just like there's nothing particularly special about it to me. Nothing really stuck out to me as like, oh, I really like this. But that's that's just me. <laughs> so P literally put us to shame. Like he fucking <laughs> he fucking yeah, dissected was... this shit. <laughs> that's what I thought. I have to promise if myself put, here. If I put half this much effort into literally anything else. <laughs> This is why God gave me depression, because he knew if he didn't, I would have bested him in single combat by now. <laughs> so, yeah. you go you uh, go next, and then I'll say mine. Yeah, the... I wanted to uh, first bring up a topic that Travis brought up, too, with the length of songs. To me, they didn't necessarily feel like they were cut short, but they were short. Um, and... What it, what it kind of made me think of at points, especially towards, like, the last part of this album, the last, like, five-track run is literally, like, the same song. It is literally... I, I actually gave it straight two and a halves, and I want to bring it up real quick because the second-to-last song, because I thought it was funny. It opens with, it was like, I'm sick of the love songs, and I literally wrote down from the notes, I, too, am sick of the love songs because of how bland <laughs> they are. And I, I added half a point just because the song gave me the ability to make that joke. Um, wow. But, That's awesome. uh, yeah, it, the, the main part of the album, like the actual, like, like not deluxe part is just weak in my opinion. I, there's not really much here and the length plays to that a lot. Something that's noted, and it's actually one of the complaints that, uh, a couple people had had about like X albums in the past is the length. I think X is one of the only people I've ever known who's been able to make songs super short that feel completely full. Like, on Question Mark, especially, if we ever want to review that uh, in the current year, uh, <laughs> Question Mark has a couple points where there's songs that are literally, like, a minute long, but they feel like they're five minutes long. Like, they feel like totally full-fleshed-out songs, but they're these super short songs, and they'll be, like, three in a row, I think, at one point. And there are, like, three songs that are, like, a minute and a half or under, but they feel totally full. I don't really know anyone else who can do that. And especially at the end of this album, it almost feels like it's not necessarily trying to do that, but in the sense that it wants to have a string of shorter songs, but they're not different enough. They're not different enough, so the change in song doesn't really mean anything, because they have relatively the same beat. I couldn't... Like, to me, like almost every beat on the whole album sounds relatively the same. I hate the production of this album. Um, and it's just mainly because of how samey it is. And the end of this record does that so bad, because the songs are so short... And the production is so similar, 
that it does feel exactly the same. Whereas X had like a lot of styles and every song is completely different, which makes it work in a sense. And it's not that these songs on this record are bad. It's that there are, it's a horrible album listening experience. In my opinion, the songs are fine. I don't like a lot of them in a sense, but I wouldn't hate them really. The problem is, is that this is just a bad listen as an, as an actual album. Like the song is together in one sitting it, especially towards the end, got really bad. If this song was literally, like, ten minutes longer, I would have hated this album. Like, it is just barely, like, short enough, in a sense, being only, like, 45 minutes, that I was able to tolerate it. But if it was, like, 10 or 15 minutes longer, I don't think I would have had a... I think we would have been getting, like, threes on here, you know? Like, for, like, the whole... Three out of ten for the album, you know? Because I... It, it's just barely short enough that it's, like, it's still okay, but it's not remarkable, um... I also do agree with Travis. I'm not a huge fan of his voice. I don't hate it, so I'm not gonna like, I don't take away from it there, but his voice is definitely not a perk. Um, it's fine. I think there's definitely room for growth as seen by how much better the deluxe edition part is, to my opinion. But especially the bass album part, I, it kind of feels to me like the bass album part did try to do an emo rap type thing and do some of the tropes, but it didn't do them well at all, and it really took away from the experience which is why i was like i i wish that the deluxe edition part was just its own ep because then if that was just an ep that would have been like a you know like a four out of five or like an eight out of ten ep and i would have been happy with that but with the rest of the album i gave the the average score of the songs was a three and a half out of five so seven out of ten but i personally don't agree with that i'd say yeah i agree with the six out of ten for this I, I'm the one in the minority on this one, and I absolutely <laughs> know <laughs> it is because, like, as I said, I've never been a huge – the more I've listened to rap, like, especially listening to, like, The Future and uh, Savage Mode 2 or whatever, I've just really kind of come to the conclusion that I'm not a huge fan of, like, this modern wave of rap with it. Not to say That's that – street rap. What? That's street rap. That's what – People like Future and Twenty One Savage. It's street rap. Same with Little Baby, which you also didn't particularly like. Those are people like it's rap for like the street type, you know. Like that's the point of it. Just play it in the car and. Yeah, you know it's it's not necessarily like those type of songs are directed to people who like go to a school like I do. You know, mm-hmm. it is for a more hood audience in a sense there, and a lot of those don't get mainstream appeal. Like I said, people like Future and Uzi and the Little Baby gets some songs that go up there, but you don't see the whole albums, you know, like getting played on the radio. And that's how it's designed. So yeah, I can definitely get you not liking street rap. That is not, I wouldn't personally think it's fair to call that modern rap. That's that's a very subsect of street rap, really. I don't know, because like when I think of modern rap, I think of them. I don't think of like, you know, what, what, you know the rich kids at, that I always worked with at uh, my last job. Uh, they would consider you know shit like Post Malone as rap and stuff like that. And I don't. He has rap elements, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend. He's not. Rap. Yeah, like Travis Scott, I would say is probably more modern rap. Drake's probably that, more modern yes. rap. That's more. But even yeah. then, that's not Drake, even modern Travis rap. Scott. That's just mainstream. Because, like, I could say, if somebody were to tell me right now that, what, man, asking Alexandria is modern metal, I would be like, fuck no. <laughs> That's not modern metal. 
that is so not modern. That's what they play on the radio and say is metal, but that's not metal. You know, you got to dig deeper into that. Um, but so I guess more street rap or whatever, the stuff that like a lot of people talk about, uh, that's not my kind. I, I like some stuff in it, but I'm not a huge, huge fan, but there's also a weird blend where it's like, there's an era in between. Like I can't listen to a whole lot of like early ages of rap or like early nineties or stuff. Like there's some Tupac songs that I like and, but majority I'm not going to really listen to a whole lot. Same thing with just like anything. But, um, this one really bridged the gap for me because, like, I wasn't a huge fan of uh, – I liked Legends Never Die. I really liked it, but I haven't really went back and listened to very many songs off of it, you know? It was good, but I think that mainly it was because it was my first project that I listened to by him, and I was like, oh, this is good. I wish I had, you know, listened to him sooner. This one kind of bridged that for me where it had that more pop rap-ish feel that I really liked. Um it had a weird blend. I do agree with Travis, though. I do wish that it was a little bit more raw, kind of like in an X kind of style. But I agree. Yeah. That thing, I think it would have really helped, including the Savage part of it. It would have helped a lot on a lot of the beats. Um, but overall, I really like the album. It's one of my top five of the year, mainly because uh, there really haven't been a whole lot of albums that have come out this year that – I really, really liked uh, Breaking Sis Punk 2 is like obviously probably going to be number one for the year. I agree. That's probably going to be the one. But this one would have a solid like two. Villain of the... Uh, so here's like an announcement for people. Uh, Villain of the Story released their new album, Bloodshot. Go give that a listen. Uh, Distance by Boys of Fall also just released. Go give that a listen. I have yet to listen to those. But there just haven't been a whole lot of albums that I really fully enjoyed like little baby's album wasn't a huge huge fan of uh futures album it wasn't something that i would like just fucking devour and love all the time it was just kind of like "Eh, you know whatever everything means nothing would probably make it on there blah blah but anyway i really like this one i would give it a solid like either eight or nine out of ten for me and again i know i'm gonna be in the minority of that but i love his voice i like the kind of deepness to it and i like the kind of rasp rough feel to it um but yeah so that that's my feel (laughs) with it uh but i'm also I, i have different opinions on that we travis has a way different opinion about why stuff is than you do soap and then you have a very yeah. different opinion that i do with so you know this this is what we talked about travis this is why soap and i wanted to review albums all three of us not just mm-hmm. you going i didn't listen to it <laughs> <laughs> well soap and i are over here and you're like yeah that's cool um, and um, something I want to state here too. I think before you want to make that statement of like modern rap as a whole, I think there's with a lot of things too. I think there's a lot of records that we really need to review that I think could give you like a fuller picture because so much. I do think like this for rap this year has been one of the most lackluster years. Like this year, like I thought 2019 was pretty bad. Most people agreed it was pretty bad. This year is is much worse in my opinion. I think like I said, it, you know, I really think it's giving some like. Goodbye and Good Riddance, or Die Lit from Cardi, or, you know, uh, go back to Young Thug, So Much Fun type thing. I don't remember. I don't think we did that. Um, 
and then like for future even listen to the wizard is so much better here or even his uh his double album thing where he had a r&b album and a rap album they're like those records from like 2018 i think are a lot stronger showing and i wouldn't necessarily call what, we're, what you have what we've reviewed a lot in this year in terms of rap modern rap i, I would just say it's it's just bad rap like overall like people have just not been performing well this year um little baby's album definitely grew a little bit more on me over time i do really like that there because a lot of that's too because i just like little baby's voice mm-hmm. uh but uh, yeah a lot of the records this year have just been lackluster <laughs> which well, is why I, that's so what many i was gonna say like negative. we probably need to listen to like question mark we really need to listen to uh um drake's album scorpion album uh we definitely probably need to listen to World because that was like very I loved Astro. We really need to listen to that. Um, just past Sicko Mode, you know, because that that's the song I really like on it. But obviously, they yeah, but have I... more for it. So, um, no, I definitely like Off White. We need to listen or Love Is Rage too. We need to listen to that one. There, there there's a variety of them. There's a variety of them that you know we gotta listen to. But uh, yeah, there's like the strong modern. The strongest album this year that I would consider modern rap was was probably Uzi's Eternal Take. Like, wait, hold was... on, that dropped this year? Ninety percent certain it did. Hold on, no, no, it didn't. There's no because that was fucking way. Like Uzi's big thing, you made a big deal about dropping a bunch of albums this year because Uzi's been. Oh my every... god, it was twenty. What? Yeah. Oh my god. And like that would be like I would think March like yeah, that's the modern rap. Album. March. Oh my God, dude! Day oh. after my birthday. Oh my God! I Quar- probably shouldn't have said that. COVID has really fucked everything up. <laughs> Damn. What else is new? Yeah, true. Um. But yeah, so it's like, but yeah, I definitely think there's a lot of records, especially from 2018, which is like, in my opinion, one of the best years for rap 2018. I think there's a lot of records there that I really want us to get to and stuff. And like I said. Like, we listen to Legends Never Die, and I will tell you 100%, I also haven't gone back to it, because I do think it's, like, Juice's weakest record. You know, uh, Goodbye and Get Riddance and Death Race for Love are ten times better. And also, I talk about Cardi, like, every other week at least, but I would really like to review Die Lit or Self-Titled. Either one. One of the two. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Well, we'll probably we'll probably have a chance to do that next week on it. Because I don't think we have anything. Uh, I do want to say, I'm telling everyone out there, I want to do, at like the last episode of the year, I want to kind of have a look back, and I want to rate our favorite albums, and I want to like look back on our favorite moments for <laughs> it. I Because even though it's been total shit, there's also been a lot of good moments. And maybe I can even get somebody to edit the best parts of each episode for the year so we can upload it. That'd be kind of cool. Um but no. All right. So that was Fuck Love Savage. Go and check it out. Tell us what you think. Tell us, you know, if you want to tell us in like the EP version and then the album version, do that. I mean, you can do that. Um, Bloodshot Villainous Story is uh, out. Uh, My Air Instrumental, the instrumental to Malivore, is out with a li- couple of little changes here and there for those that like listening to just instrumental and lo fi stuff. Uh, I like it. It's relaxing. Um, Go check that out. Uh, Boys of Fall just released Distance. Go check that out. Uh, new song is coming out uh, December 20th, I think. December 17th. One of those. 
Uh, keep y'all eye, y'all's eyes out. Uh, oh, new merch line for Malivore. Go and check that out too. That one's really cool. I'm really proud of that merch line. Uh, so if I'm gonna have to show you after this, um, go check that out. This is gonna be up on YouTube, and this week I'm gonna have all the episodes finally on YouTube. So. Uh, yeah, y'all can go and uh, check all that out. Go check out Home Tonight, Travis's debut song. It's been out for a couple weeks. Go check that out. Uh, check out Malivore. Check out Air. Um, check out my Instagram page for a teaser for uh, a song that y'all earned by getting the streams. Uh, I have a release date kind of settled. Uh, oh, also, the Brief Respite merch is going to be going away in about a week and a half. So if y'all wanted something about that, go check it out. Otherwise out of there uh yeah so you know where to find us j table official on twitter john travis able on instagram mike the real michael riccardi on instagram real michael rick on twitter spoon you can find in the walmart section we will find y'all the find walmart y'all section <laughs> the walmart section <laughs> uh thank y'all for listening uh this has been the longest episode we've had coming in at a uh one hour and 36 minutes <laughs> thank you travis for getting us over that one hour mark Woo. um <laughs> and we will uh catch y'all oh phantoms discord come join us we play games in there literally every day like super fucking fun so uh yeah we'll catch y'all next week Nothing. No normal goodbye. Oh, bye bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>